Hey, I'm number 19, Zach Power, and you're listening to Pistons Playoff Hockey on Mix 96. Zach Power, you just heard from him. He picked up one assist on the empty net goal from Braden Bernie. Zach Patrick had the uh, secondary assist on the game ceiling marker, his 11th of the postseason, and that's where I want to start head coach and GM Paul Dick. I'm, let's start uh, at the end of the game and move on. Uh, Braden Burney such a heart and soul player. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy that does everything for you, five-on-five five power play penalty kill, just to see him get that little reward <laughs> towards the end there and cash in that empty netter. That's just uh, one of those good good moments for a good guy. Yeah, absolutely. And You, you know, he takes... Um, takes hits to make plays and often a lot of the things that he does doesn't get you know he doesn't get rewarded for other than maybe on the bench but um um, you know, yeah, you always like to see it. Usually at that stage of a game, if it's an, an empty netter, um, you've got guys out there that have made some really hard plays prior to that. And, um, you know, I knew he wasn't going to miss it when he had that had the chance. Absolutely. Talking with head coach Paul Dick here on the post-game show as, uh, you know, um, I don't even know where to start. All right, I said I was going to start from the end, but we'll start from the beginning. Uh, great pace to this game early on. You wanted to play with speed, and I thought that your guys came out with that in mind, generated some chances, and generated a couple of power. Plays. What did you think about the start of your game? Maybe the first five ten minutes. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I thought we came out playing fast and put in pucks in behind their D, and we were, you know, we had an aggressive mindset in terms of attacking their net, and um, we had a lot of looks. And you know, Cherpak made some great saves, and, and really, I, I thought, you know, we could have had three or four in that yeah. first period. So. Missed some opportunities, but you know what? We stayed with it. I liked our mindset. Sometimes when a team has four or five really good chances that they miss, they want to change how they play, and I didn't think we did that. Absolutely not. Uh, bit of a lucky break, but again, you earn the breaks you get in the finals, and Cooper Rice fires one high and wide. It takes a hometown bounce. It goes through Cherapak's legs, and then Jack Rogers had to get that up in a hurry, Paul. Yeah. That wasn't just an easy tap into an open net. Cherapak was right there. Just some soft hands by Rogers. Yeah, he had to elevate that puck because mm-hmm. otherwise it would have gone right in his pillows. And, um you know, I mean, Rod scored 30 goals for us, so he knows what he's doing in and around the net. Uh, second period, I mean, no score, but Dauphin really pushed, especially early. How do you think your team responded to that as Dauphin started to throw kind of wave after wave of pressure? Yeah, we fully expected that. So uh, there were a couple of shifts that we got a little... Um, um, Complacent? I'm not, sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what the word would be. But, um, you know, I thought we weathered it. We bent a little bit, no question. And then... Um, you know, I thought we settled in once again. So, you know, wasn't unexpected. There's no question. We felt like there was going to be a push that was coming, and and um, you know, it did. And and Will stood tall there too when we needed him. 34 stops for Will Hamley tonight. Um, made every save he should. A couple he maybe shouldn't have, and that's exactly what you need out of your goaltender. Yep. For a guy that just wanted a shot to get back in the net, what did you think of his performance tonight? Well, I thought he was dialed in. You know, I knew um, he was ready to go. He was excited to get in the other night and, and finish the second and the third. And um, unfortunately, we couldn't come back and, and give him support and get him a W there. But, you know, today was just the same old Will again. So he's ultra competitive. And, and um, you know, it was great to see him step up and, and take advantage of the opportunity. Penalty kill for you, Paul Dick, head coach of the Steinbach Pistons. Two in that third period. The yeah, difference huge. tonight, massive. And again, uh, you put Davin Griffin in the lineup and he makes an impact. Neil Kamini on the penalty kill, a guy that didn't see a lot of PK time during the year, stepped up. Just talk about your shorthanded units and how they really saved this game to, yeah, towards I the thought, middle part. I thought they were terrific today. And, you know, guys that haven't seen a lot of time on the penalty kill, but when they've you know, been there during the season, especially with Neil. Uh, we saw glimpses of it during the season where we felt we were very comfortable with him being in on the PK. He just honestly didn't have that many reps. 
Um, we know Griff's a terrific penalty killer. He's very intelligent. He has a good stick, and he's got he's got great feet. So, you know, those guys bring some speed on the kill. And then on the next unit with Henny, I thought Henny was really dialed in today on the PK, too. We talked about her part of the game. He was going to get some more minutes on it. Um, I thought he really took pride in that. And, and, and Millie's Millie. Millie's always going to give you um, everything he's got on the kill and, you know, block shots. And then we got some some mileage out of Burns on the on the PK today too and you know he's another guy I could use him all the time on the kill but I just want to manage his minutes and so you know when the other the other four were going then we could dial Burns back a little talking with Paul Dick on the post game show just a couple more for you coach um, you know this is a huge moment for a team that really hasn't maybe been in this moment before I mean a, a packed crowd cheering them on they were loud and boy were they really into this one from puck drop to final buzzer what was the mood like on the bench as the time started to tick down and you, you could feel the pressure starting to mount where any little mistake could come back and hurt you what was yeah. the what was the talk on the bench like you know what it was uh, there was a confidence a, a calmness I would say and uh, you know there's times where you can feel that there's tension setting into the bench I didn't sense that today um you know despite the fact that you know we were under some duress at times so but you know i think the guys were confident we were making good decisions on on our exits our wall play was was better today i think guys felt like when we got into those scrums that we were on the right side we had one right in front of our bench it stayed here for probably 15 20 seconds but guys were really cognizant of being on the right side of the puck so you know what despite spending some time in in our own zone um you know i think we we weathered it pretty well. Paul, game six on Sunday. Uh, we're going to head up a day before to get into Dauphin and, and just kind of uh, get the minds right. Um, no team in the series has won two games in a row. How do you change that with the Turnbull Trophy in the building? Well, I'm just going to win it. <laughs> That's really that. I mean, we can talk about different things, and we just want to come in with a, with a similar mindset as we did today. And, um, you know, we got to leave this one here. Times we've been guilty of bringing all that emotion and thinking we're a better hockey team than we are after a good win. And, um, you know, we're a good hockey team, but, you know, we've got to come back and, and earn another W. And, and that's not going to be easy, but, um, you know, I think we're up for the challenge. Fan bus coming to uh, Dauphin, a lot yeah. of Steinbeck people as well. That should help. Yeah, it's always fun to have, you know, for the guys to feel that support. And, you know, they're usually sitting right behind our bench. So, um, you know, makes the. Uh, makes it maybe a little more familiar in hostile territory. All right, Paul, we'll turn the page. Thanks for doing this. Always appreciate the time. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Dave. Head coach Paul Dick, after his team wins 2 nothing to grab a 3-2 series lead in front of a lot of former Pistons. Should have talked to Paul about that, getting to see Jonah Wasilik and Kyle Bettens, Cody Bahoon, Mark Tereschuk, Tanner Moll, Reese Gaber was in town, uh, Kyle Rouse dropping the ceremonial puck. Uh, lots of former Pistons in the house tonight, which was just really great to see. And uh, both teams put on one heck of a show tonight, and you know it's going to be great come Sunday as well. Uh, Jake Maurice is going to come back and join me here, and I'm going to get his thoughts heading into uh game number six uh jake you heard the coach say you're gonna turn the page and uh you kind of come into uh, sunday with a level head but uh you know that it's going to be on the minds of the pistons how do both teams kind of deal with what's in front of them Dauphin in a must win steinbeck with a chance to close out we'll start with steinbeck well for steinbeck i think you gotta just think of it as you don't have as many chances as you might think just because you have an extra little cushion that if you lose it's not over doesn't mean you can afford to miss this one because if Dolphin is able to build off a huge home win coming in here into game seven that can change the feel of the series real quick depending on the score the way the game is won Steinbeck even 
let's just say you don't win the game on Sunday. At the very least, you have to be right there with the Kings, and you have to be ready to bring your best in. If you're Dolphin, it's quite easy. It's your season. It's everything. If you lose, it's over. Your season's done. The drought from 2010 continues. You're not going to Estevan for a national title, and you're just thought of as a team that came close but couldn't get it done. So in front of their home crowd, all the 20-year-olds are going to be leading the way saying, guys, this is it. Everyone needs to be on. And normally, you know, we'd go through an X factor for a game. I don't think there is one guy who's going to be an X factor in game six. Everybody has to be at their best. Everybody has to be a contributor, whether it's making smart defensive plays, making good reads in the offensive zone to set up chances, or the goalies playing like they did tonight and giving their team a chance to win all throughout the game. Everyone has to be the best hockey player they've been all season Sunday night. Absolutely. Uh, again, goaltending is, is going to be fantastic. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be Hambly starting for Steinbeck in game number six. It's definitely going to be Cherapak. It's definitely going to be Cherapak, and I'm, I can guarantee it's going to be Hambly as well after a game like that. Huge penalty kills in the third period, an electric atmosphere. You know it's going to be an electric atmosphere in Dauphin as well. It's going to be one heck of a hockey game. Jake, uh, thank you so much for coming down for this game tonight. This uh, was an awesome game to watch, awesome game to call with you, man. It was a great uh, great pleasure to have you in the booth, and I can't wait until we get to do this again down the road. Thanks for thanks for joining me here tonight. Thank you for having me. I mean, I was out back in April. Didn't know if I'd get to see some MJHL finals action. Now I have. It certainly lived up to the billing, and I know that Sunday night with you on the call in Dauphin is going to be right up there with this game in terms of excitement factor, in terms of everything. Everything is going to be at its best because the cup's in the house Sunday night. On behalf of Jake Maurice, my excellent uh, partner in crime here tonight, my intermission guests, uh, uh, Mark Tereschuk, pregame show guest Calvin Bujic, and, of course, Paul Dick, the head coach of the postgame show. My name is Dave Anthony from the T.G. Smith Center. Good night and God bless.